0: Welcome back everyone to the High Tempo Sports Podcast, episode 121. one hundred
1: and twenty one. Welcome back.
0: How's it going today?
1: Good. It was, I had a good day. I didn't have to go to work today. Didn't have to do much today. I had a lazy day. Like very lazy. Very and gotta like, have those though. More lazy and I prefer it to be. Isn't <laughs> it? You know what I mean? Some days you yeah. feel like a bum. That's how I felt today. Very yeah, but everyone light. needs their days like yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Rest up.
0: Well, we're back today to talk about a lot of different things. It's just me and Easton this week. We had Willie on last week. If you did not check it out, please go ahead and like it on YouTube, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Even check out a TikTok we made with Willie. And we got big news. We actually did what we've been saying we're going to do for the last, like, two months. We got new supplies for the podcast, so we will be able... To do Jeopardy. We should do it like this weekend.
1: I've got no problem doing it Saturday, Sunday morning, whatever day we want to do it on. Let's do it. Let's get it done. We'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do it.
0: we are we going to have? Seth and Jack first time? Yeah, yeah,
1: do an NFL trivia. Those dudes will be good at it. Yeah, let's
0: do it. Well, I'll still beat them, but.
1: <sighs> I don't know. Seth was <laughs> spitting out trivia facts day and our players. Oh, they'll, they'll probably destroy nuts. me. But. They were not. And then
0: after that NFL one, we'll probably just go to like. Jeopardy. Just regular. I mean, we could honestly just make that one regular Jeopardy and just have like a. Nah, we'll just do NFL Jeopardy.
1: Oh, we could one. do like a.
0: Just in general and then have a, like, make sure there's NFL stuff in it.
1: Yeah, we could do that. I guess we'll talk and about that. And I'm making later. the big board, right? Yeah, like two separate boards. Is yeah, that what you we'll do well, I just meant like I'm gonna, gonna, gonna make like, all I'm gonna I'm I'm the host. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah.
0: All right, let's get into it though. First thing, college football playoff. Last weekend uh was the championship weekend. We had the Big Ten championship where Michigan killed Iowa. We had the SEC championship where Bama Just outplayed Georgia for the entire game and got the win. Cincinnati won. Oklahoma State lost against Baylor. Any other big ones I'm missing?
1: I don't think so. Any, like,
0: important ones? Like, none of the other ones were -uh. that important. Like, Pittsburgh won. Uh, Shout out to them. Shout out Kenny Pickett. The fake slide.
1: No, wait. Kenny Pickett. Does he play for Pittsburgh? Yeah. Oh, he did hit the fake yeah. slide. I saw it. that was dirty. I know that played. I wonder to be if he meant to do it though. They, I was like watching the comments to that video, and like I agree. Like at some point, is that even allowed? That shouldn't be allowed. No, no. they're like it should be a balk, like in baseball. Yeah. like that. That needs to be. It. You shouldn't be allowed to fake slide because
0: if because if you're not allowed to hit the guy while he's gonna slide, like as a defender, you have. Like what are you supposed to do in that situation? Yeah, in that you just scenario? have to stop playing. Yeah. for a half second, <laughs> and then you get outbeat. Yeah, especially a fast quarterback. Yeah, too.
1: absolutely. That should not be allowed.
0: But yeah, uh, those were the conference champ. Or, yeah, the conference champions, and we have a college football playoff. Bama is number one. Michigan is number two. They will take on number three Georgia, and Cincinnati is number four, taking on Bama. So let's talk about the whole how Bama got number one thing, because obviously I think that was the biggest, like after Saturday, I'm going to say there was really nothing. Like we knew the four teams, they were yeah. going to be these four teams, but it was the only thing that was like, we knew since he was going to be four, we knew Georgia was going to be three. Who's going to be one between Bama, and Michigan. They end up giving it to Bama. What's your thoughts?
1: I have an absolutely no problem. Everybody knows that Michigan should be the number one team in the country following like what history it should be and you know they were number 2 didn't lose blew out their opponent obviously they should jump to 1 but what are they going to do then drop George all the way to 4 put Bama in at 2 and have yeah. like that just it just doesn't work and, and I, I
0: think that's the main reason why michigan wasn't number 1 was because of they want a bama georgia rematch in the championship not in the first round yeah um and i'm i'm only saying i'm not saying georgia is going to beat michigan but like
1: if it were to happen, the, they don't the want the committee to be would first probably
0: round. prefer Georgia to beat Michigan, you, you know, yeah. just because they like the narrative, the rivalries, and everything. So, but yeah, Bama gets number one. I like I, I don't think it's a huge deal. Like Michigan probably should be number one. I mean, especially the way they beat Iowa. If they mm-hmm. would have had like a somewhat. Semi- close game against Iowa, but they they scored at will and, dominated. and didn't give up much points. Yeah, so, from, like,
1: from like the first possession of the yeah. game. After that, they were rolling. It was awesome to exactly. watch again.
0: So that's probably why they should be number one, but they're going to have to take on Georgia, who looked weak against Alabama. They definitely was, for the first time all year, definitely showed signs of weakness. Alabama looked really good. Bryce Young is probably the Heisman candidate or front runner, not front runner, the Heisman favorite. I mean... Mm-hmm. And it's going to be exciting to see uh, how this playoff turns out.
1: I literally cannot wait to watch Michigan play Georgia. And I'm just so excited to be in the playoffs. This is something, yeah. as a Michigan fan, I haven't got to uh, uh, see yet. So I'm super, it super pumped. goes better than
0: when Michigan State made it.
1: Praying, praying that it goes back. <laughs> I would, I, actually, I would hope so. That I it think does. it, I think it will, it and that's should. not a knock on uh, Michigan State right. at all. It's just Michigan's DBs. We got to be like forty-eight to nothing, and like our DBs was, are nuts, and we're not playing a loaded Ohio State. And they team. match a game, right? Ohio State was Bama. Bama. Oh, bam. Okay. They
0: match Georgia pretty well, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Georgia is not this crazy high powered offense. They have an elite defense, pretty similar to Michigan, but mm-hmm. Michigan's offense has looked really good, especially with all the trick plays they've been running as well.
1: And Michigan's run game, their offensive line. I mean, yeah, I I'm taking not taking credit away from Haskins or Corman and Edwards and what they've been doing. But the offensive line, if you watch every play and just look at the offensive line, Michigan's O line has dominated the last two weeks. And like dominated every single play. They're getting a three yard push before anybody's even breaking the formation of their run play. They look amazing, and their line has just been unreal. And Cade's confidence is now yeah. like he's he's now on the stage, and people are all looking at him, and he is just rolling with it. And he's he all looks about awesome. It. I mean,
0: and he's just about the team. He's not gonna. He's not a selfish player. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's all he wants to win. He doesn't get jealous when they put JJ in or anything. He understands that. I mean, he, what did he said the other day that JJ is faster than him. He's mm-hmm. he likes when he comes in and plays because he can make bigger plays.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun to watch this college football playoff. So,
0: what? Uh, obviously, I assume you're gonna pick Michigan to beat Georgia. Yeah, Bama, Cincy though. What are we thinking? I mean, is there is there does Cincy have a shot to win?
1: the The thing is with Cincinnati, they're coming into this game. And they're digging into their bag and pulling out everything from the jump, I think, is the only way you beat Bama. You have to start early and often. Don't think that you're in a position to be a favorite or win the game in a normal way because you're not. You're just a smaller school with much less, I'm going to say, much less talent. Uh, which isn't necessarily true because they're a top-four team in the country. But you got to come to this game ready to run a ton of trick plays, a ton of misdirection, a ton of deep balls and shots at the end zone, trying to score and score You can't play passive in a game like this. And especially against Alabama. What do you think Alabama's thinking about Cincy right now? Cincy, you got to come in and just unload the clip. And that's why I think this game is going to be so much fun to watch because since he's going to do whatever I mean they have nothing to lose they yeah, exactly. they weren't supposed to be here and in the first place and they made it place. to the playoff which yeah. is
0: something that was I didn't expect to happen coming into the year a non power 5 school to ever make the playoff because yeah, we've seen multiple times these teams go undefeated dominate throughout the year and they still are end up as like the 7 seed you mm-hmm. know but this year with Cincinnati and Cincinnati has been a very respectable program and they are one of the more well known non power 5 <laughs> schools anyways so that probably helps a little bit but yeah, it would be crazy if we got a Cincy Michigan final. I mean, I don't even remember the last time there was a no SEC teams in the championship. Has ever? I mean, it, there definitely has been one ever. I mean, like,
1: like I mean, like in the modern playoff, like just four.
0: in the college football playoff. Yeah, maybe um, a year that Ohio State. I'm trying to think of who they played when they won it way back because they beat Bama in the first round when they won it in the first ever one. but Yeah, there's probably been a year. There probably the has SEC been, but like it's just been a while. Yeah. And so it would be crazy to see, especially with two SEC teams in it this year, to see Michigan versus Cincinnati. Um, it's unfortunate that Michigan didn't get the Cincinnati matchup in the first round, but... I don't think they're shying away from playing Georgia either.
1: It doesn't make a difference in the end. You're either gonna to have to play either one off Bama or Georgia or both of them. And they knew everybody knew they were gonna rematch them up in the first round. There was no point. So even if Michigan jumps to one, they're gonna drop Georgia to four, and we have the exact same game. And I don't just think they would seeds. have dropped Georgia to four. Anyways. It just doesn't yeah. make any sense. You have the same seeds. And more confusion. Yeah, but that number one looks pretty though. It doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) National championships look pretty. Well, yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, we can talk about some other bowls though that came out like the rest of the New Year's Six bowls. First of all, CMU is playing in the Barstool Arizona Bowl. They're taking on Boise State. That's gonna be hype, man. That is shout out CMU.
1: I mean, this is special. This is the first time this bowl's a thing that they're doing a Barstool Bowl, and for CMU to get picked is that's a huge deal, much bigger deal than I think people are. Thinking it is, uh, and CMU
0: was pretty solid this mm-hmm. year. Like they were, they, they ended the year really hot too. Like, and they should be bringing everybody back next year. Like, CMU could be like nice next yeah. year, honestly.
1: Set the tone right now for this barstool bowl. This is a bowl that is made for exciting small schools to play yeah. in. Be excited! It's I don't want to be see crazy a there, dude. game.
0: Like barstool, obviously, is just they have the craziest sports environments mm-hmm. in the world. I'd say and. CMU is there like I hope a lot of obviously we're not going to be there but I hope a lot of CMU students and fans can travel to this game uh there's a lot of people from Michigan that go to Arizona in the wintertime mm-hmm. so hopefully there's some people that they can stay with down there and if CMU beats Boise State it would be awesome
1: no oh, the town of Mount Pleasant's burning we're going nuts yeah oh. we're,
0: we're burning down the whole city burning
1: down the whole <laughs> little town that we have <laughs> Towers coming down.
0: Fire up chips. I hope they get the baby. Rest of the New Year's uh, six games, these four games. Michigan State versus Pittsburgh is not being played on New Year's Day like the rest of them, which is kind of weird, but it is a New Year's six game. Uh, They're playing in the Peach Bowl in Atlanta. Taking on Heisman candidate, Kenny Pickett. Kenneth Walker is going to, I really hope he shows the committee why he should have been a candidate in this game. Kenny Pickett might not even play. He came out in a press conference today and said he's unsure if he's going to play or not yet. A lot of that's that's the one bad part about the bowl games is a lot of the top prospects for the NFL draft will not play in, mm-hmm. in the bowl games because a risk of getting injured and there's no point to this game. Their season's pretty much over. Like I see, I, I don't not. I think it's kind of stupid, honestly. Like Maybe so, I think this is the highest. You know, this is where you can really show. NFL scouts what you can do in a really high-stakes game, especially in a New Year's Six game.
1: Yeah, and a guy who might be not confident in his stock might look at that and go, you know, this is a game where I can also shit to bed.
0: Yeah, because you're playing against a really good team, obviously. Yeah, but
1: it does... I don't know. If if the point of your season was just to show how good you were in dip, why not just play the first, like, six games of the year? Oh, we're not a college football playoff team. Now I'm going to sit, you know what I mean? Right. Kind of similar to... Uh, That's what
0: Chuba Hubbard did last year. Yeah, and... Uh, Jalen Johnson, yeah, 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 I had a, that's what I think. Yeah, I'm
1: uh, and they stop, and it's just like you just kind of screwed your team into you being one of the best players on the field, getting them to this New Year's Six Bowl. Then you "Okay, guys, I got you here.
0: All right, back up. Peace you're, out. You're playing." Good luck, and like, you're going to get humiliated in the game. It's what like, kind of yeah. teammate is that? Like, Kayvon Thibodeau already announced that he will not play in their game. They're playing Oklahoma, and and that isn't a New Year's Six game, but, I mean, that is Oklahoma-Oregon.
1: Oklahoma, that's a fun game. That's a
0: big-time bowl game. <laughs> yeah. Like, two 10-win teams going at it. Like, that's, that's a pretty huge game. So, yeah, it, it sucks that it's like that, but the games will still be entertaining either way. But yeah, Michigan State-Pittsburgh plays in the Peach Bowl on the 30th. And then the rest of the New Year's Six games, we have Notre Dame taking on Oklahoma State. That should be a good one. Ohio State taking on Utah. Utah won the Pac-12. That was the other one that I forgot. And then in the Sugar Bowl, oh, the Ohio State game is the uh, Rose Bowl, by the way. And then the Sugar Bowl is Ole Miss versus Baylor, so... It's yeah. a good
1: slate of games. I'm super excited for college football for this next bit, and I cannot wait to watch. Honestly, play. The,
0: the one that I'm most excited for, though, has got to be Kent State, Wyoming.
1: Oh, I've been <laughs> had that one marked if that was to happen, <laughs> marked on my calendar. I had that at the
0: beginning of the year. I said, These two teams play.
1: I'm most excited for them.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about the Heisman Trophy. Um, I don't know when the actual
1: ceremony is. I, I think it was it's supposed to be Monday night.
0: See, that's what somebody was saying. I Hill. was trying to tell him like, there's that makes no sense. They just came out with the finalists. The, the finalists. Yeah, I think it's next week. I, it okay. definitely is before the bowl games, though. Mm-hmm. But um, the finalists, obvious ones. Bryce Young, he's gonna win it. Uh-huh. I mean, I think that's obvious. He he definitely was the for sure guy that was gonna make it. I think Aiden Hutchinson was kind of obvious just off of his how well. Him and Michigan played at the end of the year, and he's just been very talked about recently, best defensive player in the country. So he's in. Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh makes it kind of a, not like a late bloomer, I guess, but just kind I mean, he wasn't talked about yeah, very much until, until later in the year, and he led Pittsburgh to an ACC championship. So, yeah, he they, he gets in. And C.J. Stroud of Ohio State is the fourth finalist. Obviously, there's a name missing
1: out of that group. Let's Let's talk about that. Uh, I'll let you. Obviously, this is your guy. Kenneth well, you can Walker. say what
0: you want to say first.
1: So, Kenneth Walker. Because
0: I do want to hear your opinion. I do believe. Give me your honest opinion.
1: He deserves to be in over CJ Stroud. However, I think this is a three Heisman finalist year. I don't think you needed the fourth Heisman finalist. Uh, Kenneth Walker. I don't know if you saw this. I saw this video. If he was to make it. There's been nine running backs in the last ten years to be finalists for Heisman. He would have been eighth on that list for rushing yards only in front of Christian McCaffrey, who was known for being a hey, two two option back, does that does it all. And I heard that and I went, huh, and then I was like, Well, he's a touchdown guy. You know, he ran for like eighty if well it wasn't a lot of yards against Michigan, was it? I don't think Michigan, yet.
0: he had two hundred yards. Oh, was touchdowns? that the big
1: game he had? Yeah. He had I thought wasn't there one game where he had like three tutties and like seventy yards or something crazy?
0: Probably some game. And yeah.
1: It's just and that's where I was kinda like, well, he's kind of a touchdown guy. You know, he gets his team gets him there and he's the one that finishes drives. Uh, I would love to see that stat. That stat wasn't in the TikTok, unfortunately. (laughs) But I do believe that if there were to be four Heisman finalists, Kenny Walker belonged there. Kenneth Walker belonged there over CJ Stroud. There is no reason for CJ Stroud to be in there. Mm -hmm. We talk about why Hutch is in there for the same reason that should be the reason that he isn't in there. For the end of the year stats. He had a he did have a pretty good game against Michigan. Still threw the ball very well, threw for yeah. two hundred and fifty yards, passing more, I think three hundred. Uh yeah,
0: he had a good stats game. But like but they were playing from behind the whole game. And like, we
1: watched the game yeah. and you could tell that he just didn't belong. He's got three insanely talented receivers. Uh, he did not belong there. If there were to be four, Kenneth Walker belongs there.
0: And I'm, it's not a knock on CJ Stroud. Like he had a really good year. He definitely, if I, I, he definitely had a really good year. He had a slower start to the year. So that is, should be, I think another reason why he might not be in the mix. I I do think recency bias is playing a little too much of a factor in this Heisman candidacy, because if you ask me week three through week 10, Kenneth Walker is the Heisman winner. Mm -hmm. Like he's the winner. He's not a candidate. I mean, Throughout the entire season, he was the front-runner to win the Heisman. And then the Ohio State game happens where we get down by a lot, and Kenneth Walker just is not incorporated in the offense. His only game where he really didn't have crazy stats all Mm -hmm. year. He had like six carries, only like 25, 30 yards, didn't have a touchdown. And then in the Penn State game, final week of the year, where we have everyone is sick with the flu, Kenneth Walker still has a great game, and we beat a Penn State team that we probably shouldn't have beaten. Um I just think that Kenneth Walker if he's not on our team we go 4 and 8. Yeah. We go 5 and 7. Was, Whereas CJ Stroud, let's say the, let's put Quinn Ewers in and CJ Stroud isn't going to play. They go 10 and 2 still. Mm-hmm. They might go 9 and 3. Like mm-hmm. And it's just frustrating because Kenneth Walker really carried this offense this year, like, and him being such a weapon at running back allowed us to open up our passing game and use Jaden Reed as effectively as we did, and Jalen Naylor,
1: and Peyton Thorne, yeah, it exactly. made his life easy.
0: It made his life a lot easier. We Michigan State was supposed to be bad this year. I mm-hmm. think that's the part that frustrates me the most is because Ohio State wasn't supposed to be bad. Mich- I'm not saying Aiden Hutchinson didn't deserve it. Michigan wasn't supposed to be this six and six team. They weren't supposed to be in the playoff, but they still were going to be top of the Big Ten. MSU was projected to finish like seventh or eighth in the Big Ten this year with a losing record, and we went ten and two. And with you know, it's just I don't know.
1: No, I completely agree. And you're you're trying not to be biased, but there is exactly. A I'm well, trying point not to bias. be
0: biased, but it's just it's just a little frustrating because. It's it is a quarterback award now, and that kind of mm-hmm. sucks. Obviously, Aiden Hutchinson is in there, and Devonte Smith won it last year. And I understand why quarterbacks are valued as high as they are, but I just feel that Kenneth Walker deserved the spot over Stroud or Kenny Pickett.
1: Yeah, you look Bryce at-
0: Young is going to win it, so it doesn't even matter. Like it's not like Kenneth Walker was going to win, but I just would have loved to see him there with Aiden Hutchinson. I think it would have been a great sight.
1: Yeah, you look at that, and you you so you throw in Kenneth Walker. In that over, uh, C.J. Stroud, and you look at the top two most impactful players, and it's probably Kenny Pickett and Kenneth Walker. I say Kenny Pickett because he plays in Pittsburgh, and I mean they're not a great school for football. They they have had some history, but uh, he's he's one of the most impactful players right there of the Heisman finalists. Again, you can probably do the same thing with Bryce Young. I mean, they've got other quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. Bama (laughs)
0: Bama probably would have been crazy without Bryce Young. They don't they don't need him. It's just a and. Yeah, it's it's a I could get I could talk about this for a long time and complain about it, but nothing's going to change. So, Kenneth Walker, I hope that he proves to the committee and to especially playing in the game against Pittsburgh, show them why you should have been a finalist. Because it's I just think it's very disrespectful.
1: Ball out, get six TDs. Yeah.
0: So let's move on to something that we were supposed to talk about last week and we didn't. Javier Baez is a Detroit <laughs> Tiger. I wrote it on there so we didn't forget. This is old news. We were going to talk about it last Wednesday, and we kind of just only talked about, like, two things for an hour long, so that's why. Uh, But, yeah, Javier Baez signs a six-year, $140 million contract with the Detroit Tigers. Not really that bad of a contract, especially since if we were to get Carlos Correa, it would have been twice the dollar amount, even more, up to $300 million. I would have loved to get Carlos Correa, but it's whatever. If you are an MLB fan, um, you're wondering why so many dudes got signed up till last Tuesday on that day, and then no one else is getting signed. It's because the MLB is in the middle of a lockout right now. Their CBA expired between the owners and the the MLB, I guess. And it freezes everything. No one can get signed. No one can get traded. No one can go to training camp. Nothing can happen until they have a new agreement. And this could be bad. I mean, this could... I think they... I was reading an article about it last week, and they said they... Expect this to go into spring of next year, yeah. which and what it's not like they just sign it and it's like, all right, all right, now the season can start. I mean, you still have to finish free agency. Carlos Correa is just going to be a free agent for months and you still have to do spring training. So it's probably going to be another shortened season next year for baseball, which is really unfortunate because there just has been such turmoil between the owners and the players and the league over the last five years, mm-hmm. and it's only getting worse. So I really hope that they can come to an agreement or a resolve soon, but I don't think it's going to happen.
1: I'm really hopeful for the issues in the MLB to start being fixed because they it has come out that there are a lot of them, and we saw it this year with just players in general, pitchers. They had the whole problem with the glue and what was allowed and what wasn't allowed, and it's been going on for so many years that fixing it was a problem. Because nobody wanted to fix something that had been a rule for so long. Yeah. Uh, the MLB has, is on the decline. That's no secret to anybody. I mean, they have knows. been, this
0: past year, they definitely were. They had their highest reviews in, like, the so, past so many years, this past season. But
1: the MLB it sucks that noticed. they can't expound on that. They yeah.
0: can't see that, okay, we've really, this was a great year for us we got to keep this going mm-hmm. but no uh the owners are very greedy as far as who makes money there's a lot of conspiracies going on right now with uh certain games that are on television are getting different baseballs in the game so there's higher chance of getting hits and home runs whereas in the games that aren't as important there's different balls and they want to make guys stats look worse so they don't ask for as much money in free agency and it's the the owners are the problem which really sucks because when there's problems in the NBA with the Players Association, it's always just the league. Mm-hmm. Before Adam Silver, it was always problems with the league. But now it's the owners having issues in the MLB, which is really just they're very money greedy, and it's frustrating.
1: Well, it's the fact that they own every team. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you're talking about the owners of the MLB, basically. Without the owners, there is no MLB. It, it It's it's a scary time for baseball. I'm I'm really hopeful that things all get figured out but i would never heard those conspiracy yeah. theories those are i was, wild. yeah i was reading
0: about that yesterday it was there's I, I didn't get too in depth on it because there's a lot more with involved with it and stats to back it up and everything but hopefully the tigers can make a playoff push next year though, adding, <laughs> adding adding javier bias so let's get into what do we want to talk about first do we want to do our weekly picks and stuff or do you want to do all the nba stuff
1: let's do Let's do NBA stuff first. Let's do weekly picks last.
0: NBA stuff first. Let's talk (laughs) about the Indiana Pacers because they are blowing it up. Uh, The Pacers, I didn't write down the record, but they are sub 500. I think they're the third worst team in the East right now behind the Magic and the Pistons.
1: In a league that is up for grabs. Nobody has had a great record. Especially in the the East. There's like
0: the top three and then everyone is right in the same Uh
1: mix. And the Pacers are not in that the mix. The
0: Pacers are not in that mix with a very competent roster, a, a roster that should be in that mix. Uh, mm-hmm. They recently hired Rick Carlisle last year, and hopefully he was going to fix their problems. And it has not happened so far. So they came out uh, yesterday. There was a report from Shams that they are going to blow it up. They're going to listen to trades for Karis LeVert, Sabonis, or Miles Turner because it probably would be a lot to get rid of both. But, I mean, Sabonis is still young. I don't think you have to trade Sabonis, but you also – he, he, you're going to get a lot back for Sabonis yeah, because he's on such a friendly contract. He's on, what, $18.5 for the next three years. So mm-hmm. two years after this, you still get to have him on that deal where he's a two-time all-star at, what, 25 or 26? Yeah, 26 and, and probably. really
1: freaking good. <laughs> yeah,
0: like he's a very good player. Uh, Miles Turner is on a very team friendly contract, seventeen million for the next two years. Karis LeVert is on the same exact contract as Miles Turner. So these guys are not gonna be hard to move. They're gonna get good value for these guys. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about trades that we think could happen.
1: Yeah, and who do we wanna start or go ahead. There's a few that are like super obvious. There's one team who has more assets than anybody else in the league right now, and that's the Golden State Warriors. Or I guess you could say the Thunder have more yeah, assets.
0: Yeah, but as far as Making a trade to get one of these guys. Yeah. It's yeah. it's the it Golden make sense State Warriors. For to get one of them.
1: You could do it with any of these three players. I ah, you wouldn't do it with Karis Levert. But either Miles Turnus or Sabonis, you have the assets to trade for him. There is no reason you don't trade James Wiseman, Moses Moody, and a couple picks and I don't know how to make the money work, but and get Sabonis. Yeah. I and mean, there's no reason Sabonis I mean, like you said, he is not on a large deal at all. Like extremely trade friendly deal. And you're getting the two young pieces that you want to return for one superstar. You're getting a first-round pick. That works. Granted, that first-round pick won't be useful to you for a long right. time. Because <laughs> uh, the Warriors will be good. And But and then you ask yourself, the Warriors have been in this direction of where they're in the middle of rebuilding and just dominating the NBA. So it's like, why change
0: it? Exactly. The Warriors are in a tough spot because they have the assets to go out and make their team like leagues better than every other team. But they already are the best team in the league with these young players. So it's like, do we just roll with it, it and then we're going to have these guys be the next stars of our team in three to four years. Uh, That was the first trade that I wrote down was the Warriors getting Miles Turner. I included uh, James Wiseman, Moses Moody, and Damian Lee. I didn't include Jonathan Kaminga, but just because I think Wiseman and Kaminga for Turner I feel like might be a lot, but – I mean, we haven't seen much from either of them as far as productivity. Domingo's gotten the most. so. But Miles Turner fits Golden State absolutely perfectly. I think Savonis does too just because he's another playmaking big. And I think that a guy like that would fit in the Warriors' offense greatly. But Miles Turner on the Warriors just makes so much sense. I would definitely give up Wiseman and Moody for Miles Turner. We'd have to throw Lee in just for contract wise, but you don't even have to throw Andrew Wiggins into this trade because of his, you know, he's always been the trade piece talk, mm-hmm. but with these guys not being on too big of contracts, you don't have to give up Wiggins, who is having like a really good season oh, for the Warriors. A, a
1: super good year. I mean, he's he was good last this year too.
0: Like he's been, he, yeah, exactly. So, uh, and maybe if you want to throw in Kaminga, maybe if you don't really see the future in him, but I feel like you might be able to move Kaminga as a part of a different trade to get somebody or you just hang on to them. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, the Pacers, obviously I would do this. You're getting a former second overall pick, another lottery guy for a guy that you said you want to trade away. So, Mm -hmm. and the Warriors would have miles Turner for two years. Makes a lot of sense.
1: I'm, I'm, that is one of those trades that whatever happens, if, if it ever happens, I'm really curious See what the Pacers value Demonis Sabonis at as a guy who's been good the last two years, versus what the 76ers are valuing Ben Simmons as. Yeah, you know they're valuing <laughs> a guy who s- recently has sucked, and they're refusing to trade anybody for him or anything. Nothing's good enough to them. Li- I'm I like feel serious. like that's
0: just Daryl Morey though being, being being stubborn because of this whole situation. Like, <laughs> so
1: I am curious to see what the Pacers say. That's enough for us. Will this? Pull the will the
0: Pacers seeing? or putting these three guys on the market, make a Ben Simmons trade happen.
1: Yeah, and that's just it. That was another team that I highlighted. 76 I was thinking about that, yeah. Let, let's start the rebuild with Ben Simmons. Yeah. Trade, you could do— You, you get Sabonis and Karis LeVert. You could do Karis LeVert and Miles Turner. I mean, that's a—
0: Yeah, I mean, the the Sixers probably don't need Miles Turner just because the Embiid, obviously. Like, Turner would have to come off mm-hmm. the bench, and that just doesn't really make a lot of sense. But you but could get Sabonis and Karras for Simmons,
1: and he is a better, but he is a better defender than Sabonis. If yeah, you're, he is. if you were to stick Joel, and, but you
0: have Joel, so like, man, he's, he's a he's rim solid. protector. Yeah. I'm not, i mean, if you put Miles Turner out on the wing against a guard, he's not going to do very well. Yeah, but
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah, so I think it would be fine because Sabonis already plays with a great rim protector in Miles Turner. So mm-hmm. I think with a Joel Embiid, he would do just fine. But I don't know. I don't know how that would work because if if it's just Simmons for Sabonis and Karras, I mean, do this. Pacers had to get more.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You because you're giving up two. Like you have to get. I mean, Karras Maxxie. has been pretty
0: bad this year. I don't know if Philly would do that. Though. I don't. I don't maybe know. Maybe just would. Just Tyrese
1: Maxey's been so good. Yeah, this year. Yeah, he's been like way. Too Shake good. Melton in a pick. Maybe Shake. Yeah. But I mean, he's a, he's a young kinda, guy. Uh, he's kind of like,
0: Matisse. Maybe I don't know.
1: Oh, Thieble would work. I maybe. think Thybul would. If they,
0: but who even knows if they want to give him up? Because Karras hasn't been crazy good this year. But like,
1: and what use is Thybul on your team if he if you're not a championship? Exactly. Contender? He's
0: not a like a young build. No, he's a guy that. You are out there to strictly do one thing. <laughs> you, He's you're not going to improve that much. Like, yeah. will be the same player for the next ten years.
1: Absolutely. define He might get a slight three ball. Uh, yeah, but like, probably not. Probably not.
0: Um, Miles Turner. Other destinations, though, that I didn't write down that would just make sense. Charlotte would make be a huge be one. The easiest one. That one is the Charlotte and Golden State are two teams that Miles Turner has just been tied to for a while. The Toronto Raptors, I've heard is a team, which that would make sense, but they're kind of on a rebuild, so like. I don't know. He would fit them perfectly, but I just don't know if they would want to trade for mm-hmm. him. What are other teams that could use a guy? I mean, every team could use a guy. Like Miami Miles Turner, Heat, but yeah, Miami. All yeah, the you assets. could play him and Bam together for sure. You have
1: all the assets too. You got Tyler Do Hero. They? You don't trade away Tyler, hero but him. you can move Duncan.
0: Do they want Duncan and his long contract that he's can not he, really playing up to? Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Trade Duncan. Uh what else they is they, got, they did though? trade precious last year. They really year. don't have many yet. like not they have anymore. Tyler Hero
0: as a young asset. That's pretty much it. Like Duncan is not and, young. He's like twenty seven. No.
1: And Duncan is like, again, he's a one trick pony. He's not gonna get much better at yeah. anything else other than shooting.
0: They got uh K Z Okpala though. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, maybe Gage Vincent.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can move him.
0: Maybe Miami, I mean, that would be perfect, but I don't know if they I don't know if they'd be able to pull that off. Yeah, but, it'd be difficult. Um other teams that could use Miles Turner, I mean the Pistons, obviously, that'd be huge, but I keep seeing the people on Pistons Twitter saying, "Miles Turner, we need him," or "Karis LeVert, he'd be perfect next to Cade." Yeah, he would. What the hell are we <laughs> going to trade for that? And
1: yeah, there's nothing I want to give up for it's, those guys. And it's
0: not anything that I want to give up. What would they want?
1: Yeah, like, I'm not
0: giving up Sadiq.
1: Not giving up. And Jeremy. they don't want
0: anything else. Yeah, Why, What else would they want for any other
1: the player who could turn into a superstar?
0: And like Killian, maybe. Which I might do that, but like I don't I think like they Killian, want. Though. I don't think they want him either. Nah. Like that's the thing. It's just. We don't have salary to match it either, so it really doesn't make any sense for us to get. You seen the of these Bulls
1: guys. ones going around? The Bulls like,
0: ones are interesting. Are you talking with about like
1: Patrick Williams and those? Let's
0: th- talk about that. Let's talk about uh, Demondus Sabonis. Move on to him. Yeah, the Chicago Bulls are a team that's kind of been in to- trade talks to get another like big wing or like a four because of Patrick Williams being out for the year. And it's interesting because I, I that are you talking about the one that Kenny had in his yeah. video? What was it? It was like Sabonis. Or P Will, Kobe White, yeah, and and I think there was another like a salary, maybe Derek Jones Jr. Or it was definitely a salary filler in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's that's tough because obviously Demonis Sabonis is an all star, he raises the bowl ceiling. I mean, mm-hmm. to a possible I mean, right does now he? they're even a championship contender, but like he I think he does for sure because you have Patrick Williams who's not even playing this year.
1: Yeah, and but the reason Kobe I Kobe White, it.
0: you don't really need him when you have Caruso.
1: Mm-hmm. And the, the thing that makes me uncertain about it is you can't come in ball and bench. Ball-dominant can't players. You can't come and bench Sabon. No, not the ball-dominant. The fact that they don't have a three-point shooter in three positions in their starting <laughs> lineup. Yeah. DeMar, Sabonis, and Vooch can, I mean, he'll step out. Vuc can out. hit the three. Sabonis but like, can shoot the three. But, like, you don't want them and He really won't threes. shoot as many.
0: Yeah, won't shoot that and many. And
1: DeMar doesn't. I mean, yeah, straight up he literally doesn't. just doesn't. But he hasn't
0: had to. You like, know
1: what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think that's a scary floor in a league that, Floor spacing is the key to winning. <sighs> yeah, you you kind of start getting scary. But Your cheaters are line.
0: I mean, they've played that style of play, I guess, so far this year, and it's it's worked. Mm-hmm. So that's tough because tough. I, I I would love to see that work. If you are the Bulls, it is a tough package though to give up Patrick Williams, who had a really good end to his rookie year, and he's a guy that definitely has a really high ceiling. I think mm-hmm. that we a lot of guys see him as becoming a really good player in this league. Um, earlier this year, once he got hurt, I did see the whole Jeremy Grant to Chicago, as a, and we get Patrick Williams, and I would absolutely love that. In a heartbeat, I mean, dude, and I think Chicago would honestly do that because Jeremy Grant isn't better than Sabonis, but he probably fits better than Sabonis. Yeah, absolutely. So. Because Jeremy Grant doesn't have to be this ball-dominant guy he is in Detroit. He, he never was. He never was until yeah. he got to Detroit. Like, he's shown he can be this role player.
1: And there's no reason you can't slide Jeremy Grant. You're already an undersized. I mean, you're not a big team, by any means, in Chicago. You keep DeMar at the four, move Jeremy back to a three. Yeah, His... I mean, they're just both there yeah. anyways. But, but like... I say that just because DeMar's shooting ability. and But Jeremy Grant steps in. You had another defender to a great I team. I think they would
0: probably want Jeremy Grant over Sabonis, right? Me too.
1: I really do. And I don't think you have to give up as much. You probably give up not. Patrick Williams you and give Kobe up Patrick White. Patrick
0: Williams and I I don't know if you have to give up Kobe White even to get Really? I, probably not. Well, cuz ja- I mean, Jeremy Grant Jeremy they're about the same money wise. Yeah, so like Patrick Williams is probably making just off dome. He was the fourth pick. He's probably like 6 or 7 million. Kobe White is probably 6 or 7 million. You're going to have to throw in one other guy that's making like 5 mil. But, so maybe
1: that's why they do the Sabonis deal, yeah, just because he's
0: like two million dollars cheaper, though. So it's not even yeah, that much. yeah.
1: But I'm saying like you're getting a better player yeah, for the same true. trade pieces.
0: But that's a tough one. The Sabonis trade that I wrote down was the with the Washington Wizards. Um, the other teams around the league that I the main Sabonis talks are like the Kings. Uh, I think Memphis was one that was in there. There was another team that that was really talking about Sabonis. I don't really remember, but. Oh, it was Dallas.
1: And the Trailblazers are in yeah Portland, for a lot too. of these.
0: Yeah. Um, But I did the Washington Wizards because they are a team that has kind of been slipping a little bit off their hot start. Bradley Beal is a free agent at the end of the year. You really want to try and be a respectable team this year. So it is the Wizards getting Damanis Sabonis and then Keelan Martin, who's just a end-of-the-bench guy with the Pacers just to throw in another guy. And then Indiana gets Kyle Kuzma, Rui Hachimura, Denny Avdia, their protected first-round pick from this year, or I don't know what kind of protection. And then I put a swap with a question mark because I didn't know if that would be, like, too much. It but, is. I mean, Sabonis is... I mean, he, you are going to have to give up a lot to get Sabonis just because of how the great of a contract he is on and he's still so young. I think you are going to have to give up a lot to get Sabonis. So you're getting three... Young wings, all of them are three young wings, and then a pick. I think you probably have to throw in a swap, too, just because.
1: And you do have one guy what with he- a huge upside. I mean, Rui Hachimura has proven that he belongs in this league. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a very good player for a Denny's very been long playing time. playing
0: pretty well, too, lately. Kuzma's already. Right.
1: Kuzma's shown flashes yeah. here and there for so many years and has never really gotten comfortable and done it for an extended period of time. I mean, he did it for a whole playoff stretch. Right. Uh,
0: Speaking of the Wizards, they are currently beating the Pistons by three at the start of the fourth. Damn, Jeremy's got twenty-three.
1: Let's go! That's huge.
0: <laughs> Not for me, uh,
1: anyways. So I, I love that deal. I think I think that deal works. I think you've got two guys with plenty of upside. Denny of has like game-changing potential. If he if he can reach his potential, he's a game-changing type player. So I, I really like that deal. Rui Hachimura, yeah, I like that deal a lot. And I do think he has to be a pick And it's swap. just
0: tough if you're Washington because if Beal just gets up and leaves in free agency, you're kind of just, like, stuck exactly how the Pacers were. You mm-hmm. have Sabonis. You don't have your pick. You have a bunch of role guys
1: Din- with him.
0: Yeah, you, like, they'll be solid. Your but-
1: team's going to be good.
0: So you'd really have to convince Bradley Beal to come back, and then hopefully grow. And obviously, maybe you could p- replace Denny Avdia with like Corey Kispert. They have Aaron Holiday, so there's a few different other young guys they could throw in. But Kuzma has to be in the deal because of his contract. So, mm-hmm. and then um, is there any other like Sabonis teams that you would like to see? The I Kings, would, I, mean, I would, would love cool. to see
1: a Mavericks one, but they don't have the assets to they do don't. it.
0: I mean, you'd maybe to get Levert. Mm-hmm. But not Sabonis or, or,
1: or Miles Turner. I, I would actually yeah, prefer Miles Turner. Yeah, they could definitely
0: get him. Could they get Miles Turner? I don't know. I mean, what but do they got to give up? They got Josh Green as a young player. They've got.
1: Dwight Powell.
0: <laughs> he's not even young, but yeah, like he's yeah. just a player. Yeah, he's just a guy. I'm just trying to think of like valuable pieces that in, it would make sense for Indiana to they get. They don't really have. They don't really a, have, and any. that's
1: the issue. But they need to. They need to get the exactly. assets. They got
0: Jalen Brunson, but I don't think they would give up Jalen Brunson no. to get Miles Turner.
1: But Miles Turner next to Luca, holy moly! Yeah, KP Miles Turner literally is like the four. He's perfect. He's plug the, and he's play anywhere a Big
0: on any team in the entire NBA. Any like, team. Um and then let's talk about Karis Levert. Um Brogdon is another guy too, but he can't be moved till free agency. TJ Warren is another guy, but he's on a one year he's a free agent at the end of the year, so he would just be like two seconds for him for a team that just could use him. But um Memphis is the team that I did a trade with Karis Levert. Uh, Memphis is currently on a hot streak. They're the four seed in the West, and maybe they would be looking to make some sort of playoff push. The bad part is Karis LeVert hasn't been very good this year. So mm-hmm. that's why I it's his value I think the, making a trade for LeVert is harder than the other two because he just hasn't been very good. Yeah. And he got traded for like Victor Oladipo last year,
1: who is really falling is out like of rotation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So like um uh, but the trade I did was Memphis getting Karis LeVert and Keelan Martin again, just to make it them getting two guys. And then Indiana getting Tyus Jones strictly for money. He's a free agent at the end of the year, so it doesn't really matter. Jarrett Culver and Brandon Clark, and that was it, straight up. And maybe you throw in a second round pick, but I think that's all right. I mean, if that's you're decent. if you're Indiana, you're getting a you're taking a flyer on Jarrett Culver, who really hasn't been anything mm-hmm. in the league. Uh, Brandon Clark, who's been he peaked his rookie year. You're getting – I think you might have to throw in a second-round pick, I guess. But Memphis, you have two years left of Karis Lavert's contract. They are losing their backup point guard in Tyus Jones in this. So that's Mm -hmm. why I tried to find a different salary filler, but there just wasn't one. So you're going to have to play DeAnthony Melton a lot at the backup one. But this trade, I'm not too, like –
1: there's, there's, feeling
0: confident in, I guess.
1: There's not a lot of trades with Karis LeVert that I'm like, that makes sense and works for both teams because Karis LeVert is such a question mark right yeah. now, and it sucks. He had an awful last year of his life, and I don't mean in like a way where you should everybody should feel bad for Karis yeah. LeVert. He went through something that very few NBA players ever have to go through. Exactly. So it, it really sucks to see him struggling so bad at the start of the year when everybody is behind him rooting for him. Uh, I would love to see him get moved to a new team, one of those new teams that I'd like to see him get moved to is move him to the uh, Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves need to be buyers. I didn't even think for about the Timberwolves. All three of these players, you are now in like a win-win. You could Ross Turner with uh, with Cat would be sick. bonus with Cat. I yeah. think works pretty well. Yeah, you can stretch Cat out to the four, make him guard the fours. He's not a good defender at all, but he's neither never, of them really. are. He's never had to yeah. try either. He's never true. But you take you could make a trade and get DLo. I mean, you really can. not Yeah,
0: but why would Indiana want Delo though? Uh, he's he's kind of young. He's like, eh, young. How? Yeah, mu- yeah, you're right. He's, he's like, like he- he's like, eh, he's young, but he's also making max money. And then you get Malik over Beasley. several years. Yeah, but a, that why a, would they want Beasley too? Like a Kogi. Yeah, I guess a Kogi. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty
1: <laughs> good package for those three. For some I mean, bonus, three. I
0: don't think they would do that. But
1: it's probably not the best way to start a rebuild. Yeah,
0: if like those are good players, but like as far as rebuilding, that. You want a guy that's – your money guy is on an expiring contract, couple young guys, and a couple picks probably uh-huh. as far as the Sabonis trade goes. The Miles Turner one is – and Levert's a little different. But a couple trades I tried doing with Levert was like the Nuggets. I think that would be a good team, but I couldn't put anything together. Like there was just no – Will Barton just signed an extension. He's like the only guy that's making similar money that would make any sense. And why would Indiana take Will Barton on, it's especially because he's multi-year – uh, the Sixers, I was thinking about the 76ers getting Levert, but there's really no way of doing it without yeah, including Ben none. Simmons. So we'll see what happens. Uh, obviously, this not like these trades are going to happen like that. They're going to happen up until the trade deadline. A lot of guys who signed in free agency this offseason, their deadline until they can't get traded is the 15th of December. So a week from today, pretty much. So like after that is when you'll probably see most of trades starting to happen because guys who are on new teams can start to finally get traded. So mm-hmm. that's I'm when we'll get back to excited.
1: This is just like another part of the drama. You see Dame in Portland asking to play yeah. with Ben Simmons. Simmons still hasn't played Kyrie. The Nets just said that they're open to trade talks for Kyrie. Yeah, and
0: he's getting the plant based vaccine. And the Pacers are
1: now saying that they're open to trading. They're ugh. Trade in their big three. I'm calling it their big three. Uh, it's the Brogdon deserves one. to be in the big yeah, three, though.
0: probably over cares. <laughs> They got like a big five, Loki. Yeah, they have a big 10. <laughs> for them, yeah. <laughs> They've got the but big But they ten. suck.
1: They're just not good for no reason. So let's move on
0: to NBA power rankings. We have yet to do one of these this year. So this will be our first. NBA power ranking. And by the way, Pistons, if you could get Miles Turner, I wouldn't be too opposed. Yeah, just do it. Just don't overpay. Actually, it makes no sense, though. We need a top five pick. This team needs another top guy.
1: Needs Palo. We currently blew
0: the lead. We're down by seven, down by nine now with eight minutes left. So,
1: damn, that is not good. All right, top 10
0: NBA power rankings. Um, do you want to like? Do you have any teams? That just one, missed the no, cusp that you want to mention: the Grizzlies. Okay, the Grizzlies
1: are the one team that I <laughs> I, I did want to include, but couldn't fi- figure it out a way to fit them in. So
0: one team that I I did right now at eleven was the Washington Wizards. I didn't kay. include them. They've they were they've been good all year. They're kind of starting to slide a little bit, and I just think these other teams are just a little bit better. So
1: number ten, number ten team that I did not expect to be very good this year: Cleveland Cavaliers. They have been balling this year. It is working. Everything they're trying is working. Yeah. Uh Ricky Rubio has played like he's better than Steph Curry. Not really. No
0: Colin Sexton, too. He's out for the year. Mobley's been out they're for a while. Fine. Yeah.
1: And they, they are rolling. Arkinen's been out. They have a they've been having
0: a lot of injuries so far this year, and they've been playing very well. Mm-hmm. Darius Garland has been Absolutely. playing super good.
1: Absolutely. So ten calves.
0: My number ten is the Atlanta Hawks. Uh they are a very good offensive team, pretty bad on defense. They actually are number one in the league in three point percentage right now. So, obviously, I mean, they're think about their team. It's filled yeah. with shooters. <laughs> uh, DeAndre Hunter's going to miss a lot of time for them. Someone just got, like, r- didn't someone just, like, get, oh, no, that was TJ, TJ McConnell. McConnell. Yeah, he's done for the year. And No, it was Solomon Hill. That's who it is. He's out for the year. What? For the yeah. Did you see what him and Buddy Heal did on Twitter? Uh-uh. Solomon Hill, like, because he's done for the year, he tore something, and he tweeted, like, thank you, everyone who's been, sh- like, texting me and, and letting me know, like, I appreciate it. And Buddy Heald commented, like, shout out, bro. Like, just something like that. Like, best of luck or something. And and he said, oh, I, for, I I have to look it up now because it was something about roasting him for being on the Kings. He was, like, roasting the Kings, <laughs>
1: which is just hilarious. <laughs> I couldn't imagine being on yeah, that was, bad of a organization. Yeah, it was something like that. Solomon Hill hasn't played in 10 years. So this he... is
0: what it was. Uh, Solomon Hill said, appreciate the kind words, thoughts, and prayers. Life is life, and I look forward to getting back. And Buddy Heald said, speedy recovery, big bro. And he said... Same for you, bro. You're still wearing a Kings jersey. <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is hilarious. Just like, like out of left field. Diss the Kings. Just, yeah. uh, I oh. think all the players would probably agree. <laughs> I think the players want to Especially since he's comes. on
0: the Kings. Like that yeah. is just like, especially if Buddy Heald like likes it or something, that would be funny. Oh, dude, if he likes it, then he probably I mean, he's publicly so passed he out like many times, but mm-hmm. the bottom of this top 10 though is, is very difficult because the... There's a, just a mix of teams that are all, like, 13 and 12 or, like, 14 and 12. Yeah. Right in that mix. The Atlanta Hawks are 13 and 12. And, the, yeah, they're one of the worst defensive teams in the league, one of the best offensive teams. They're my number 10.
1: Number 9. This is where I have the Washington Wizards. Uh, Washington Wizards, like you said, have been good this year. That's why I think it is time to make a trade. Go get Devonis Savonis. Go get Miles Turner. Prove to Bradley Beal that you want to win basketball games. <laughs> Right now, hey, we got it. We're we're coming in ready to win. We've made moves the past season, and they do have young assets. So they they really they've do. got the pieces and they've got a good roster. Rui hasn't even played one game this year, and he's like, he's he's a very team. good player.
0: And I think he's still out for personal reasons or whatever. So it's not even an injury why he's not playing. Uh, my number nine is the Memphis Grizzlies. Currently on a five game win streak, they are pretty similar to the Atlanta Hawks, where they are one of the better offenses in the league. They're six and points per game. They're fifth in offensive rating, but they are bottom five in every other defensive category, and they're not a very good three-point shooting Mm -hmm. team either. But they're hot right now, so I figured, you know what, I got to include them, 14 and 10. John Morant has been out, and they're doing this, so they're my number nine.
1: Yeah, they they had that game where they scored 152 in their recent five, yeah, which is so freaking wild. That
0: probably helps their uh, team stats a little bit with yeah. my 70 points. <laughs> and everybody
1: had like 10, 19 points that yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. Nobody balled out. Yeah,
0: exactly. Everyone just played
1: good. good. <laughs> 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 Number eight, Miami Heat. Uh, I expect them to be higher in this power ranking coming into the year, but this power ranking is goofy. It There's is. some is good tough. teams like, that are gonna not We're going to get a here. lot of
0: hate comments. I already am expecting it
1: on TikTok. Oh, well, 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 well they Whoa, you performed. guys
0: don't even watch this th- <laughs> box score.
1: <laughs> you didn't have the Pacers on here. You don't even watch the Pacers. <laughs> How are the Pistons not in your top ten? <laughs> That's why I'm going
0: to comment. <laughs> Where the Anyways, pistons so at. you're up with Miami.
1: Yeah, Miami's been good this year. I did expect them to be in this mix of, you know, top 10 team all year. Uh, and there are some teams who are in the mix that should be. Yeah. But number eight, Everything Miami will play. Heat.
0: Like, Miami's 14-11 and 11 right now, but it'll everything evens itself out. Once we get to – I say this is honestly the point in the year where about 25 games in where teams start to realize their direction for the rest of the year. Yep. It's like, okay – because every team going into the beginning of the year, it's not like every team is like, all right, we're going to tank right from the start. Maybe OKC. But, like, even the Pistons, you're going to come out the first 10 games, first 15 games, be like, all right, let's see, you know, we're going to try our best. And then after that, it's like, all right, this team is not going anywhere. Let's suck the rest of the year. Or it's like, this team's pretty good, so let's try to play better. We'll trade for some stuff. The Miami Heat off to 14-11 start, you know they're going to be – a top 4 seed in the east. will yeah. be around 50 wins by the end of I mean, the
1: year. And they're a veteran veteran team, exactly. veterans. They don't they don't start playing. They're until. not just going to be bad, I don't know. Yeah, whether, because
0: other teams that are doing good right now are going to start to do bad that mm-hmm. like the Cavs maybe or the yeah. Wizards or Memphis. Some
1: of these new teams, exactly. wa- some of them won't be good all year. Mm-hmm.
0: My number 8 is the Philadelphia 76ers. I strictly put them on here at 8 because they're 13-11 and 11 right now with, like, the most COVID problems in the yeah. entire league. The Bulls are dealing with it right now, but it, it just started. Uh, the Lakers have had to deal with it. The The Celtics have had to. But the Sixers have just had it bad this year. Joel Embiid missed a lot of time. Tobias missed a lot of time. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, though, has been the bright spot for this team. And they're going to be good, too. And hopefully they'll trade Ben Simmons because they could be a lot better if they did.
1: Yeah, absolutely. My number seven... Have we had all different teams so far through our first three? Yeah, we have. (laughs) My number seven is here at number seven for the exact same reason that you had 76 or so high. Uh, This is a team that's been dealing with injuries, COVID problems, and are still pretty solid and actually turning things around out of nowhere. That's the Boston Celtics. Jalen Brown has been on minutes restrictions, injured, not injured. He's been day-to-day for like two weeks now. And they are still finding a way to win games. Jason Tatum's starting to come around. Dennis Schroeder looks good. Robert Williams looks really good. This team is really starting to turn around, and I'm excited to see where they finish at the end of the
0: year. Yeah, their game against the Lakers last night, I didn't watch it, but I watched some of the highlights from it. It was actually a pretty entertaining game. But the Lakers' big three actually had a solid game in that. one. Good, Hopefully, Jalen Brown can uh, start balling out and mm-hmm. just start playing because he has he's not playing tonight and didn't play last night. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, my number seven is the Miami Heat. They are a great defensive team. They've been pretty solid on offense this year. But like we, I mean, we talked about them already. They're going to be one of the elite teams by the end of the season, and they they'll probably be a team that is buying at the trade deadline. The buyout market, too, is one of the most underrated things of the league. Like, they're going to be one of the top buyout market teams because there's going to be, I mean, the good players all, are already. There's it. already Goran Drogic buyout Miami Heat talks. So he's just going to come back to the Heat, even mm-hmm. though they traded him to get Lowry, and then he's just going to come back. So,
1: why wouldn't he? Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> number six. My number six, Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets are mm. fun, have been good recently, and uh, I'm really hoping Kyrie Irving talks start. Moving and things start happening here because the talks have re-intensified. Yeah, and there I was have Kyrie. Two weeks stretch where you didn't hear a word about Kyrie Irving. Like not a I not like a even word. longer. Yeah, yeah, two three weeks stretch where we didn't hear anything, and now it's heard that yeah, a they're open to trading him. B he's getting a plant based vaccine <laughs> when so it comes go, out. Go start eating berries in the woods and stuff, and crouching and <laughs> caveman beard. I don't know. <laughs> That's some shit Kyrie would do. Though. <laughs> Live under rocks for weeks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: <little bit> <laughs> My number six is the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks have been uh, rolling lately. They got off to a really slow start. They've been dealing with injury. Chris Middleton is back. Dante DiVincenzo is going to be making his uh, start to the season pretty soon. And I got them at number six.
1: I got them quite a bit higher. I, them rolling and Chris Middleton now being back is crazy, man. Yeah. He's so impactful. So impactful. My number five, Chi Town. Chi Town. The Chicago Bulls. Obviously started off hot, hot, hot. Also, I'd like the easiest strength of schedule in the first fifteen <laughs> games of any team ever. But, but they are still yeah. <laughs> playing really well. Uh, Demar Derozan is an MVP candidate. This team is rolling. Lonzo trade is for Jeremy Grant, looking like an absolute monster. Lonzo has been so efficient this year, so good all year. Wow. I'm um, he's he's a guy who has really, yeah, been really good. Stepped into what he was supposed to be at the number six. I two bet had.
0: uh David Griffin and the New Orleans Pelicans are really kicking themselves in the feet for letting him walk for, yep. or yep. no, actually they didn't let him walk. They got Tomas Sadoransky and Garrett Temple. So. That's
1: a new analogy I've never heard. Kicking themselves in the feet. That's different. That's different. <laughs> yeah,
0: <I know. laughs> um one thing too, I know I'm getting back off topic to the Pistons. Did you see that Mock Trist Pistons trade? Uh, on Twitter the other day that Bleacher Report did. It was us sending Jeremy Grant to the Hawks and we get Cam Reddish and then Kongwu. No, I didn't too And we get it. DeLon Wright just for salary. But, yeah. Yeah. 100%, yes. I, I don't think Atlanta would... Eh, they might. If they're, ah. like, if they're, like, solid and they really think they could, like, make another push. Because Gallo really is not too much for them anymore. Mm-hmm. So, Jeremy Grant could just fill in the, for Gallo. It is crazy. He could play at the three, especially yeah, if DeAndre easily. Hunter's out. Yeah, like... It and would it, be deep as hell, bro.
1: It, it is crazy how many good players aren't playing in the league right now. Like, Onyeko Okongwu Okung- doesn't get much run yeah. for being how, they play as, Gorgie how Zhang. good he is. I
0: mean, he's just a young player. Yeah. Yeah. He,
1: he's so young. So he's like 21, maybe. Yeah. And uh,
0: they, yeah, they play Gorgie Zhang backup minutes over Okongwu. Yeah. And like just, Cam
1: Reddish, again, a young guy who doesn't has play a crazy amount, A lot of yet. talent and lots of upside, just not getting any run.
0: We need those guys. Yeah. I would I'd honestly probably rather do that than. P-Will and Kobe oh, White. me too. Yeah, hey, would I?
1: I want Okungwu. I'm so I want a too, but I
0: think Patrick Williams has the highest ceiling out of any of those guys, so I'd probably just want to go with that. But then
1: I picture the duo of Onyeka. But I Yeka. love Cam Reddish, bro. See, and I love Onyeka.
0: But like him and Isaiah Stewart are probably going to be the same exact player. It works. <laughs> then so. two of them, I think Onyeka
1: has much more. I don't know. Yeah. Isaiah Stewart's been showing that he might. He wants to O'Kong-woo, stretch the floor. like has
0: barely played in his career, so like yeah. You but really I'm saying like say, from what I've
1: seen, yeah. it like when he like did, Isaiah play. Stewart's better than Akongwu. Oh for yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. No doubt about
0: it. I like getting like I would like to see how he is, but.
1: I like Sam. See, see if they can I run together. I don't think they should
0: start together. Yeah, that's they're
1: both undersized.
0: I say you just play Linux and Isaiah Stewart, bring a Kong off the bench.
1: Olynyk's hurt. Why are we gonna play him? <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're not trading Jeremy Grant right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: for now right. he's you're on right. the team. You're right. You're right. All right, right where did I leave off? Number five. Yeah, number five is the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz have been rolling lately. They are on a four-game win streak, and they are like top five in like every single category. <laughs> Every si-
1: category that matters. Yeah,
0: they're second in points per game. They're sixth in points given up. They're the number one uh, ranked team offensive rating. They're ninth defensive rating, and they're sixth in three point percentage. But I can almost guarantee you they're probably first in three pointers attempted. Yeah, it's team. probably them or the Warriors. Like they shoot a ridiculous amount of threes, and they're still sixth in threes. Um, Utah is always. good. I mean, they're they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. And their offense has been phenomenal this year, so they're my number five.
1: Are they the second-best regular-season basketball team of the last five years? Would be first. Warriors, probably. But, I mean, they had two years. But, well, like, Utah was,
0: like, the one seed last year. Yeah. Other than that, they've just been, like, the four or five, yeah, usually. Right.
1: But, uh, yeah, I agree. Utah is my, actually, number four. Number four is my Utah they Or not my. <laughs> the Utah. My
0: Utah Jazz. I'm <laughs> not a fan.
1: And I'm not a fan Bro, of Bro, that Utah. would suck
0: being a fan of the Jazz just because – like, they're never going to win a championship.
1: You, you, you look at their <laughs> roster, you think you're going to win. You're, no, there's like just no Like, they're a no good shot. team.
0: They're great. They're You know, they're, they're good. Dude, if the Jazz made it to the finals, that would be a huge dub for them.
1: When was the last time a team won the finals on a top 10 player in the league on their team? Never. It's been a long <laughs> I don't, time.
0: I, I, not that I can think of off the top of my head.
1: <sighs> no, there isn't a there team. There isn't one. No, I mean, because, yeah. I go back to the Mavericks. They had Dirk Nowitzki. He was I mean, top, top 10. 10 in the yeah, league for sure he's top at 10. the time. He won an uh, MVP like two years Pistons. before that. I mean, Pistons, yeah. Yeah, that is Pistons. All oh, four Pistons. Yeah, they didn't have a single top 10 player. That's it. <laughs> that's a,
0: that's a, almost 20 years ago. Like, <laughs> like you, If, if you want to win a Especially chip, in modern day NBA that we have now. I don't, I don't know, though. Phoenix low key almost did last year.
1: I don't know, but you look at the they top, ain't top 10. 10. You look at the top 10 guys in the league. Yeah, Phoenix was close. Phoenix not on They them almost door. did, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But like now that I look at the top 10 guys in the league, and like I just don't see a team like the Jazz keeping up with Jokic, Kawhi, Giannis yeah. all the way through the playoffs. But if they
0: did, this would be the year.
1: Yeah, absolutely, this would be the year. The Lakers the lead, suck, bro, and the Lakers are ass. <laughs> they, Lakers don't. You hear the
0: Lakers in our top ten? <laughs> no, hell no. All right, we got to we got to get
1: going. Uh, number four. Uh, I already did my number four. Yeah. yeah, Jazz.
0: My number four is the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, they don't have Kyrie, so like, how much can we truly tell how they're doing? They've been pretty good without him, though. Like they're around the tenth rank in pretty much every major stat. Kevin Durant is looking like MVP, yeah. sec or runner-up, I'd say. Mindy, so, yeah.
1: he just had him at four. They have thirty-five million dollars just sitting on the bench, watch. Not even walk, actually not even yeah, sitting he's on the not bench. not even there. Not even at, at home. Does, doesn't come to games. Doesn't come for practice. And so do no, the 76ers. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, my number three, Milwaukee Bucks. They are rolling. Chris Middleton is back. This team is contending and looking to get back-to-back championships this year. Which they definitely I think could. it's extremely possible.
0: They're probably the favorites in the East right now. I'd I, say oh absolutely. My number three is maybe some people's favorites in the East. Number three, the Chicago Bulls. Bulls have been rolling too. They're on a four-game win streak, and they are another one of them teams like the Jazz that is up there in every stat. Fifth in points per game, seventh in offensive rating, second in defensive rating. Fifth in the league in three point percentage. Or wait no. I was just looking at Phoenix.
1: <laughs> Phoenix looks <laughs> yeah, awesome. Phoenix
0: looks pretty good. Uh Chicago's sixth in offensive rating, fifth in defensive rating and fourth in three. Points. I was so just looking at Phoenix. They're they're like they're similar. Right they're similar to Phoenix.
1: Absolutely. My number 2, the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors are... Really? really? Granted, they did just beat the Suns, right? They beat the Suns. Yeah, they split with the Suns. Yeah. the
0: Suns won the first one, and the Warriors blew them out in the second
1: one. Uh, and it's and those two teams. Obviously, the Suns are my number one. Those two teams, I seriously think you can put them in any order. Yeah, I agree. I'm not like I just was surprised. I figured you'd have Golden State at one, but mm-hmm. I think gold. I think right now the Phoenix Suns are. I mean, that's a 17 game win streak is on. Yeah, that's wild.
0: And if for it to get broken by. The other best team yeah. in the league. Yeah,
1: it's just, And after you split with them, after they were part of your 17-game streak, it's tough to beat teams that many times in a year, mm-hmm. and especially good teams. So I didn't expect them to go too well in the, in the series. But uh, Warriors 2, Suns 1.
0: Yeah, I got the Suns at 2, Warriors at 1. I gave the Warriors the edge just because— they are the best defensive team in the NBA with Steph Curry on their team. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, when they had the big three of KD, Clay, and, or the big four, I guess, KD, Clay, Dre, and Steph, they were, like, one of the – they were the best offense in the league in, like, a top five, top ten defense. But this year, they are the number one defense in the league, and it's, like, not defensive rating-wise, it's not even close. Phoenix is number two, though, which is cool. But uh Golden State is the best defensive team in the league. They are one of the best offensive teams. They have Steph Curry on their team, so – that's why I
1: got them at number 1. Mm-hmm. Do, do we
0: want to move on to weekly picks now? Let's
1: move on to weekly picks. Let's go over the last do we what games do we need to review other than player of the week?
0: Uh we have a huge game Yeah, I guess. I guess. The Detroit right. Lions got the dub last week and guess who was NFC offensive player of the week?
1: Jared Jared
0: Goff. Oh. Did you know did you see the last Lion to get that?
1: I'm guessing it was Matt Stafford.
0: Incorrect. Gary Slay. Incorrect offensive.
1: Oh, oh, oh just offensive. It's kind of obvious. It is obvious. Yeah. Kenny Galladay. No. Reggie Bush. Oh, DeAndre no. Swift. No. What? <laughs>
0: Think of like great offensive Calvin players. Calvin Johnson. Yes.
1: <laughs> you're telling me Matt Stafford never dude, won I know. It that's after
0: he Calvin Johnson got it in 2015, and the, the Matthew Stafford's most recent one was 2011.
1: Bullshit. That's bu- dude. you're telling that's me bullshit. Jared
0: Goff's numbers, right? I'm just gonna <laughs> say <it> right now. <laughs> he's down. my he's my player of the week. Oh,
1: he's mine yeah, too. But
0: like. <laughs> Twenty five of forty one, two ninety six yards, three touchdowns and an interception. I think it's included that he had the game winning drive for us to win. But Matt Stafford Ben done that like twenty times. <laughs>
1: and he's had multiple game winning drives. Exactly. So that's
0: like... what I'm saying. Like he's had these exact stats with the game winning drive type thing. With four hundred so, passes. So it must yards. have been a poor week in for the league, right? Like, no. with the NFC. Yeah, but they lost. They lost to the Lions. You can't get one? Yeah, Godwin maybe, but like fifteen catches? Yeah. <laughs> if he gets a
1: touchdown, he easily they, wins it's it.
0: definitely biased at the Lions. That was their first win, probably. But the Wait, Lions which? get the dub against the Vikings, which is pretty huge. Other than that, though, is there any other games we have to talk about? Like No,
1: who cares about the rest the of the pit,
0: league? the Steelers won off that two point conversion?
1: Okay, here's the thing the Lions won. <laughs> how awesome was that
0: yeah it was pretty we went nuts when the oh we won, went bananas bro. like dude. i was so happy that I was they won. i really so think it, the, i told you it's the start of the playoff push yes sir we so last week's picks out of 14 we had willie on and willie was hot 11 out of 14 for willie whoa i know only right, three me and him runs. had a
1: similar that is similar list
0: i know i noticed that uh me Ten out of oh, fourteen. Willie beat me by one, which sucks. But Easton said I'm gonna beat both of y'all. Twelve out of fourteen, which is <laughs> a, new, a record. new record percentage wise. Because I had tw- I had twelve a couple weeks ago, but it was like out of like fifteen or sixteen, I think. I'm gonna check actually. Really, that quick. is
1: wild. Twelve
0: out of fifteen was mine. So you definitely have the new record percentage wise. 12 out of 14. The two games you didn't get was the Steelers game. You picked the Ravens. <sighs> and then you picked the Chiefs to get upset by the Broncos. Damn it. So, like, you could have got easily 13 out of 14. Like, yeah. you were never going to fix Steelers. I was pick never going to Yeah. No. But, like, you took a flyer on the Chiefs. But Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that's crazy. That's crazy. So, so, you're up 8 to 5. I know when I was tallying mine up, I was like, bro, there's no, no way, way. <laughs> Easton's beating me. Like, and then I did yours and I was like, you got like the first eight right. Like, if you look at your paper. It's I over guess there. yeah. So over- you got like the first eight or nine games all because yeah, that Steelers game was later, and then the yeah. Chiefs game was Sunday night.
1: That you know? is wild. I was like,
0: is this dude about to get them all right? <laughs> could you Just imagine? I'd like- be so pissed.
1: <laughs> I'd be so pissed. I didn't bet on it. I'm like, <laughs> I never want that to happen. Yeah. I never want to have a perfect week. There's way too much money I could have made. <laughs> <laughs> way too much money. Yeah, that's bad. Wasted on nothing.
0: So this week's picks on by we got the Colts, Dolphins, Pats, and Eagles. Are we ready to get into weekly picks?
1: Yes, sir. Weekly picks.
0: It's the weekly picks. It's the high tempo weekly NFL picks. It is back in action. Let's start it off. Thursday night football. We got the six and five and one Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the five and seven Minnesota Vikings.
1: Listen, if I if I would if I would quit being so stubborn and just quit Pit, Pittsburgh every once in a while, I could have gotten thirteen. I'm. Gonna, I'm willing to make that same mistake twice if it happens. <laughs> Going with Minnesota here.
0: Look, this is the battle of the teams that can't beat the Lions. <laughs> so. <laughs> So whoever wins, I don't care because the Lions can't lose to either of them. can't lose. I, I'm not going to say they beat both of them, but uh, <laughs> I'm going with Pittsburgh here. Minnesota, I think the main reason they lost to the Lions was they had about 20 dudes out with injury, and I don't think many of them guys are coming back this week, so I'm going with Pittsburgh. Dalvin Cook
1: is questionable. I see he
0: is questionable. Yeah, yes. Give him Adam a Adam Thielen also got hurt, so I'm starting yeah. K.J. Osborne.
1: Oh, good call. That's a, a big NFL. call.
0: Uh, next, we have the 8-4 and four Cowboys taking on the 6-6 six and six Washington football
1: team. Going to the Washington football team. I've been saying go Dallas the last, last few weeks, and I hate it. Going to Washington.
0: I haven't picked Dallas in a couple weeks. I am going to pick Dallas here. Uh, they can't afford to lose this close division game. It would make them only have a one-game lead, so I'm going with the Cowboys. Next, we have the 2-10 and 10 Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the 8-4 and four Tennessee Titans.
1: Going to the Titans in this game. They are still 8-4. and four. I know Derrick Henry is not playing, but Jacksonville is not very good at all. Going to Tennessee.
0: Pistons are up four or they're down four. Thirty seconds left. By the damn, way, damn,
1: we missed a good game. I know.
0: Um, I'm going with the Titans. Even though if Jacksonville wins, I'd love that because now that the Lions got to win. We kind of can't get another one if we <laughs> want to get the first. Yeah, pick, don't so. do it. But I'm picking Tennessee. Next, we got the four and eight Seahawks taking on the two and ten Texans.
1: And this is where I'm going with Seahawks. I have DK Metcalf, and the dude is just shit in the bad week after week. <laughs> I have to root for him, and I don't, and I have no ties to either team. I don't like either one of these teams, but I'm going Seahawks.
0: I saw a report today that said Russell Wilson would accept a trade to the Giants, the Saints, and the Broncos, which he did the same shit last year where yeah. he said he wanted to trade and then was like, "No, I really don't." But if there was to be a trade, this is where I yeah. go. Um, Shut up. so I don't think that's good for the, for a team that's also 4 and 8 and looks like they're going downhill. I'm going with a huge upset. Give me the Texans because also as a Lions fan, we kind of need the Texans to win. So yep, Absolutely. Next, we got the 6 and 6 Raiders taking on the 8 and 4 Chiefs.
1: Going with the Chiefs in this game. It is playoff football time. It is either show your nuts or go home. <laughs> so <laughs> Kansas City you got one, two options. Let me see them nuts.
0: <laughs> going with Kansas City as well. Next, got the five and seven Saints taking on the three and nine Jets.
1: Started Taysom Hill last week. He hit his projection. His projection was twenty one this and week threw, like, and last picks, week. Right? Yeah, Jeez. Uh, and, Yeah, and so he still hit his projection twenty one. I'm taking New Orleans against the Jets, and I might be starting Taysom Hill two weeks in a row.
0: Even though you got Rogers,
1: even dude Taysom Hill's projection twenty one point six, and it's bad. the Jets. Like he can run in for a touchdown against the Jets. Yeah,
0: that's true. That might be a, the the move. Kamara, please play, man. Pretty please, play. I need you back. Don't and, play, please. And Elijah Moore, hopefully he'll play because he's day to day. But Corey Davis is done for the year, so I might start Elijah Moore the rest of the year.
1: It's not a bad. Going idea. with the
0: Saints. Next, we got the five and seven Falcons taking on the five and seven Panthers.
1: Well, sadly, with Dalvin Cook being out, I do have to start Chuba Hubbard this game. So i am probably do solid, and he usually does. He's yeah. had good weeks, but nothing, nothing over twenty. Oddly enough, and and all the weeks C Max went out. Twenty's a lot to ask for, not when you're in the C Max offense, right? Where but they just feed him. Hey, Gibson <laughs> can do it. I hope Chuba Hubbard can do it. go go Chuba Hubbard and the Panthers rooting for you guys. I'm
0: taking the Falcons here. I took them to upset the Bucks last week. It didn't work. Uh, I need Cordarrelle to go off this week, big big time. Last last week of the regular season in fantasy. But I'm going with the Falcons. The Cardinals or the Carolina just fired their offensive coordinator. Rumor is they're going to fire Matt Rule next. So I'm going with the Falcons. Next, we got the eight and four Ravens taking on the six and six Browns.
1: Taking Cleveland looks bad. Kareem Hunt is back, uh, but I'm going to Baltimore in this game.
0: Yeah, I'm going to Baltimore too. You just had an embarrassing loss to the Steelers, so gotta beat the. Browns. <laughs> Any loss against the Steelers is embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah, I couldn't so imagine you, losing you to the Steelers. Can't do it again. I know. Couldn't I, imagine I, my I favorite team. I don't even know what it would be like. Don't
1: even know what it'd feel like.
0: Uh, next, you got the four and eight Giants taking on the seven and five Chargers. Go Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Go
1: Chargers. Go Chargers.
0: Next, we got your very own. One, ten and one. Detroit Lions. Let's go. Let's go. Head into Denver to take on the six and six Broncos.
1: You said it, baby. Playoff push time for these Detroit Lions. Go Detroit. Go baby. Lions,
0: baby. I picked up Josh Reynolds in fantasy <laughs> just to stuff him on the bench. Last two weeks he's gotten eight plus targets. Yes, sir. he's Jared Goff's favorite guy. Uh, I'm not gonna start that's, him at That's ever, not a good good yeah. not a good thing to be. The Lions are rolling. They are hot. They haven't lost in forever. Actually, no, they lost on Thanksgiving against the Bears. But the Lions are hot. So give me the Lions. (laughs) But we need the Houston and Jacksonville to Mm -hmm. also win. Because if we win, we don't have the first pick anymore. We
1: either get Thibodeau or Hutchinson. We could fall to three. Yeah, I guess, but let's not. Yeah, don't do so that. If
0: we win, we fall to three, and the yeah. other two teams lose. That tie is gonna is gonna screw us up. Ugh, I don't like that. Next, we got the six and six Niners taking on
1: the seven and five Bengals. Taking the Niners here, George Kittle just had his first good week of the whole year. Yeah, it went off and went ballistic. He was another guy who could have argued for Player of the Week. Ooh, uh, I'm taking yeah. San Fran. Now,
0: how the hell did Jared Goff win it?
1: That he didn't deserve it. He <laughs> no, just he really didn't, didn't did at all. At but all. like,
0: whatever, we'll take it. Uh, I'm going with Cincinnati here. Uh, I picked Sa- I picked San Francisco last week. They let me down, so they I'm not picking them this week.
1: Jets had a better game in the game that Jared Goff won. <laughs> yeah, like he, he went off. <laughs> like Jets went nuts.
0: <laughs> Next we got the seven and five Buffalo Bills taking on the nine and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: It's playoff football time. It's damn near we're make, again. We're making playoff pushes. You know who wins the most in playoffs? Tom Brady. I'm going Tampa Bay against the Bills.
0: Give me the Bucks. The Bills literally lost a game where Mac Jones threw the ball three times. How do you lose? And you lost. Give me the bucks all day. Oh, my God. What an embarrassment out of the Bills. Sunday night football, we got the horrible 4-8 and eight Chicago Bears with Justin Fields maybe coming back, taking on the 9-3
1: and three Packers. Sadly, I am trying to win weekly picks, and the Bears suck. <laughs> yeah. They're I mean, awful. I hate, these
0: are my two least favorite teams. And so. I
1: have David Montgomery in fantasy. So do
0: I, but he didn't freaking practice today, bro. Huh? Yeah, he didn't practice. Why? I don't know.
1: That's bullshit. Now he's questionable. Go, no. <laughs> Green Bay I'm taking.
0: Um, yeah, I'm going with the Packers. I almost picked the Bears, but like they they're suck. not going to win. They're no. just not. So why, not why would win. I pick them? Monday night football. I feel like this game has happened about eight times this year. We got the 8-4 LA Rams taking on the 10-2. Arizona Cardinals.
1: Uh, there's been the new chatter around the NFL and around NFL fans. is Oh, you know, Stafford not looking that great anymore. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Listen, dude. The Rams are beating the Cardinals on Monday Night Football Book with a whole country watching. Start, start putting some respect back on Matthew Stafford's Look, name, everyone's
0: dude. hating on Stafford. Everyone is hating on the Rams. <sighs> they got this super team. They can't do nothing with it. Oh, Shut my up. God. Holy crap, the Pistons. Wait, what's going on? We're about to tie the game up. We just made one free throw. Huh? Yeah, with two seconds left. All right, anyways. uh, We got to go upstairs. Go Rams because they've lost like every game on national TV. So they got to win (laughs) this They got to win. All right, thanks. We'll see you later. Peace. (laughs)